Welcome to the Devil Row Committee of Pro Wrestling, presented by the Idiot Radio Network, offering a weekly look into the world of professional wrestling with guest interviews, news, results, and much more. Now here's your host, Stephon Devil. Feels so good to be home, and we are back here. Stefan Devereaux, my man Bud Cassidy. What's up? You know what I'm saying? We want to have some fun this week, man. Last week, I was doing a little bit too much celebrating the night before. I think if you've seen the Facebook Live post, you know, I was watching the McGregor Mayweather fight. We'll get into that later, but uh, wrestling fans, you are here with the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, broadcasting live from the Idiot Radio Network studios. Here at the Brookline Pub, at 734 Brookline Boulevard. And wrestling fans, I would love for you to come up here and have some fun with us right now. Ah, man, we... (laughs) This has been one of those type of weeks. You know, let's say, look, we went from watching Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor to one of the probably... It's going to go down in uh, top 10. One of the greatest promos in professional wrestling history. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I I mean, we're going to get into that, too, wrestling fans. John Cena, Roman Reigns, they're going to battle. They're going to battle. And wrestling fans, (laughs) hey, if it was anything like that promo they gave us this past Monday night on Raw, this fight is going to be epic. And uh, we also got some big news coming up here, wrestling fans. Uh, We want you to know about a special event Coming up here, the Brookline Pub on September 30th. We'll get into that later. But first things first, write this number down. Come cut a promo with us. 412-407-SHOW. That's 412-407-7469. Cut a promo with us, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I want to get into some news here because this was major, major news. And I didn't know anything about this. And just, you know, I'm doing my research and so forth for the show. And I found out Samoa Joe is injured. Wow. I mean, reports are Samoa Joe has some type of leg injury, and he could be out up to four weeks. And it's so bad that he had to fly down to Birmingham out of Alabama to see Mr. Well, Dr. James Andrews. Now, if you're checking out Dr. James Andrews and you're setting that appointment, that's yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy's known for rebuilding body parts. You know, he's not known for just a, a you know routine exam. He's known for rebuilding body parts. Samoa Joe, out up to four weeks now. He's in the middle of possibly his greatest run as a professional wrestler. Uh, the guy, he's been in the ring with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. You know, you knew he, I mean, you knew the opportunity was right now for him to capitalize on it and possibly be the next best star or next big star in the WWE. Um, but, damn, it's bad timing, Oh, yeah, man. I mean, that's it. And, you know, it, it feels like most injuries. I mean, you know, it's always the worst timing ever. I mean, you think about it and you think back, you know, of all the uh, previous injuries of, you know, most of the wrestlers, a lot of them, you know, the yeah. worst perf- possible timing ever. It just seems like, you know, no. I mean, you just can't win. You can't never get ahead. Well, right now, Samoa Joe, I want to send you our best wishes because, to me, Samoa Joe is probably uh, the most realistic wrestler in the business right now. Uh, the guy, 
when he gets in the ring, he beats, beats the hell out of a guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I remember the biggest the matches that he had with Kurt Angle in his TNA days, and those were some of Kurt's best matches. And Samoa Joe brought that out of Kurt because a lot of people thought Kurt Angle was done, you know, when he went to TNA. But that feud with Samoa Joe was huge because it showed Kurt Angle uh, can get down and dirty with one of the best. And um, it showed that Samoa Joe can get down and uh, actually put on a great wrestling match with one of the best who have ever done it. You know, you know how I feel about Kurt. I say he's the greatest wrestler ever. You know, oh, he is. Greatest ever. God didn't even like the business. But Samoa Joe, wish you good health, my man. Anyway, moving on. Another big news story that came across. Uh, actually, I don't know how I feel about this because I really don't care about the guy too much. I think um, a lot of the rumors are true about him. Uh, but JBL is leaving his SmackDown post to do more charitable work for the WWE. <laughs> Bro, I don't believe you. Go ahead. I, I don't think so either. Um, you know, I mean, I haven't really read it as far as, like, got into detail about it, but I have seen, you know, a lot of posts about it, and I, I just I just don't, don't agree with it. <laughs> I just think you're losing one of your top hills as a SmackDown announcer, so... You want to know how I feel? I mean, I'm going to tell you, of course. But <laughs> I honestly feel in my heart that he was pushed to the side because, well, let's be real, he just went through a little controversy himself with um, the whole bullying scandal right. with uh, Ronaldo, the other, uh, well, the former SmackDown play-by-play announcer. Uh, now, JBL has a reputation of being a bully in the WWE. And when you have a company, a company, that has built beautiful ad campaigns on, you know, being against bully. They're the anti-bully camp, I mean, uh, organization, wrestling company, whatever. No, man. No, JBL, he just doesn't, it doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. That's why I believe in my heart he was pushed to the side. Now, I like JBL as an announcer. As, as a pure wrestling announcer, I like JBL. I think JBL adds something. Oh, he's funny. Yes, he's very <laughs> funny. And he does add something to the announce table. Um, to the broadcast, I think his his knowledge of the old school wrestlers, um, old school territories, and so forth, the way he brings up world class championship wrestling, I love the way he brings it up because these announcers these days in Vince McMahon's WWE, his wrestling bubble, um, they're not allowed to bring up world class championship wrestling and global and all the other organizations that he has brought up. And yeah, he has something to do with these organizations at one time, but. He still brings them up. Right. As a wrestling fan uh, who watched those organizations, yeah, I like that. But other than that, the guy's a bully. He had to go. Uh, not, no disrespect. But him being, now he's going to do charitable work. Come on, man. They just they should have just said, look, he's leaving the company or he's leaving the broadcasting uh, position so he can do other things within the company and have to announce what it was going to be because it just looks a little weak to me. Sorry, WWE. It just looks really weak because he should have been gone a long time ago. And um, I'm hoping they bring my boy Ronaldo back, even though he doesn't need the WWE. Well, he doesn't need the SmackDown post because I think they have him doing something else. But the guy, look at him. The guy's covering big, the biggest fights in sports. Right. Uh, he doesn't need to be in the WWE, but I hope they give him that job back for SmackDown because it actually made it a little bit more entertaining because I actually do like SmackDown. Okay, but um, some more news here. 
Man, now this was good here. This was really good. Oh, no, 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 no. Before, before we move on, who do you think should replace him? Uh, Renee Young, Booker T, or Nigel McGinnis? Who should replace JBL? I would say Booker T. I mean, Booker T's got the, got the knowledge, you know, to basically uh, back up everything um, as far as, like, wrestling-wise. Like, yeah. he, like, he's been there. He, he knows just about every single move. You know, granted, I mean, you know, everybody comes up with something new just about every day. So yeah. he might see something that he doesn't realize and, and know what it's called and make a mistake. But, yeah. you know, it's wrestling. I mean. You ain't got a point there. Good point. I mean, in my opinion, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ray and, uh, Renee Young. I would not mind listening to her talk about professional wrestling. Wink, wink. I mean, I'm just saying. Because it'll be something different. Now, I'll go back to the days of Missy Hyatt when she used to do uh, color commentating with uh, Jim Ross in the old NWA days. And she did some with Gordon Soley in the Continental days. But um, I went mad. I mean, I like Renee. I think Renee, she's very beautiful. And she doesn't need that beauty to get herself over because she's actually very talented. So... I'm going to put my A. Look, I'm going to send the WWE a nice tweet, which I like to do sometimes. And um, I'm going to throw my hat in there, my name in the hat with Renee Young. But anyway, you said Booker T. I'm going with Renee. Watch it. It'll be Nigel or something. Somebody <laughs> come out. Yeah. Uh, We're both fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, man. Um, another big story that came out of the world of professional wrestling this week. Sexy star. Sexy star. Now, AAA had his biggest event of the year. AAA is a Mexican promotion, by the way, uh, called Triple Mania. Now it's, you know, their version of WrestleMania, but it's the biggest event of the year. And uh, Sexy Star took it upon herself to go into a little bit of business for herself. Like, I respect that, but the way she did it was kind of wrong. Now, she had uh, Rosemary. You know, TNA walked slash Global Force Wrestling star Rosemary. Uh, Rosemary, she had her in an arm bar. Mm-hmm. And the match was over. And she didn't stop with this arm bar. If I remember, if I, you know, when no, I watched the right. footage, okay, right. just make it short. And that was the big hoopla and people, oh, I can't believe she did that. She went into. I, am I getting this right? No, you got that, it right. Okay. Now. There's talk, oh, she's not going to be booked anywhere else. Cody Rhodes. Oh, I don't want to. She better never step in a locker room that I'm in. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, look. I'm trying to find the best way of putting this because I don't want to come off sounding like an, an a-hole. But, hey, a lot of y'all guys started this for these people. I mean, there's no discipline in the locker rooms anymore, you know, the way there used to be. Right. Uh, so a female like this, she could have, she would have learned this, you know. I, I won't say, just won't put her as a female, but a wrestler would have learned this years ago that you can't go into business for yourself because if you do, we taking you out. Right. Okay? Now, that's one side of it. The other side of it of this story is, yeah, the girl's hurt, but now Global Force Wrestling slash TNA is actually going to use this in an angle somewhere. Really, bruh? <laughs> really, bruh? I mean, there's no money in this story. I'm sorry. There is none. There's no money here. I don't, sm I don't smell any money unless TNA is just trying to use this 
get a segment, get people in, you know, their eyeballs to see what they're, how they're going to uh, portray it. But my thing is, it's not really needed. Right. You know, I, I don't think that it's needed. I think that maybe Sexy Star, they don't need to have them, you know, um, you know what? Honestly, let me take that back. Unless they plan on signing Sexy Star and using her to get over some other females in TNA because... Well, oh, that's what I was thinking, too, it was just basically have her run basically rough shot yeah and break everybody's yeah. arm yeah I mean, that's the only way you're turning it around and making money off it yes yeah. that yeah yeah and just hope that somebody you know wants to pay to see her get her her butt well because let's be real if they can sell this and make it oh she didn't stop so she broke her arm you know if or separated her shoulder whatever happened to the girl but if they sell this right it could make some money but Will the fans, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if the fans are really going to get behind this because it's not like they're, you know, they say 10% of the, uh, of the fans are really smarks, you know. They're the real smarks of the business. The other 90% are just casual fans. Now, those numbers could be different now. You know, uh, a lot of casual fans have left professional wrestling, don't want to watch it anymore. But I just think that if they're just trying to appeal to 90%, I mean, 10% of the fan base, you know, I, you know, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to work. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. No, it's not going to work. It's not. I mean, we could be wrong. Just like I was said about the, the SmackDown replacements, you know, for JBL, <laughs> we could be wrong. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just know that later, <laughs> someone is not going to be wrong in this. I want to know who's wrong in this promo, who you think is wrong in the promo, who you think is right in that promo between John Cena and Roman Reigns. I can't wait for that, man. I cannot wait. I guarantee you I cannot wait. Wrestling fans, yeah, you're listening to the Devereaux Committee, 412-407-7469. And uh, <laughs> I want you to call, give us a, you know, your opinion on what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. You think we should, you know, let them do that, but Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a call, guys. Do you, do you think we care about their opinion? Let's keep Stefan Drebero up here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, before we go to a break, I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah, September 30th. That's Saturday, September 30th at 8 p.m. Idiot Radio. Yeah, the beautiful station that we're on right now. Presents Wolfie Comes Home. Stand-up comedy show with Brookline's own headliner, Matt Walforth, and friends, Michael Cohen, Tyler Ray Kendrick. It's only $10, people. It's only $10, wrestling fans, $10. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to go to the idiotradio.net website, and I want you to get those tickets because portions of the proceeds will go to the Brooklyn te- Brookline Teen Outreach. And since we're being so nice... You know, we love the Brookline Pub. I want to say it again. Look, proceeds, portions of the proceeds are going to the Brookline Teen Outreach. That's, from what I hear, is $5? Is that $5? $5, that's half the ticket price. So uh, get your butt up here September 30th, Saturday, September 30th at 8 o'clock at the Brookline Pub, 734 Brookline Boulevard. Get them tickets, idiotradio.net. Let's go. <laughs> Saturday, September 30th at the Brookline Pub, 734 Brookline Boulevard, Idiot Radio presents Wookie Comes Home Stand-Up Comedy Show, featuring Brookline's own and the headliner of the evening, Matt Wolfhard. 
scheduled to appear. Michael Cohen, Jordan Moore, Tyler Ray Kendrick. Also, some of Matt's friends will be stopping by throughout the night. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are just $10. $5 from every ticket be donated to the Bookline Team Outreach. Purchase tickets online today at idiotradio.net. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning. 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash spielson.wheels. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know, man. Got Word. me wanting to freestyle again. Wrestling fans, we are yeah. back here. Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, Stephon Devereaux, Bud Cassidy. And uh, we're going to get into something major here, and that is September 30th. Or excuse me, September 8th. September 8th. Uh, All or Nothing, United Wrestling Federation. Okay. Bud Cassidy, come on, man. Yes, sir. Uh, we got a, a great show planned out for everyone. Um, it is at Morrell Fire Hall. Um, I can't believe it's only, what, six days away? Seven, five days away? Yeah, five days five away. Five days away. Um, this Friday. This Friday. Are you getting excited? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Oh, Especially since the fact that I get to beat up your boy, Justin Bender. But No, no, no. Um, no. Actually, you're not going to do that. Um, oh, I'm so going to do that. I told you that. That's not happening. See, you're my homie and all. You know, we co-host this show together. But you're not beating him, my man, Justin Bender. I mean, you want to know how I know him. I'm going to beat him up? How? I'll tell you how I know. How? Because, see, you you technically own this radio show, correct? Yeah. But guess who's got the best chair in the house? This guy. Hey, no, no. See, you got to understand. What had happened was, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think we I think we have a call here. Because uh, I want to get into this UWF show. But let's bring the caller in. Caller! Ah, uh, Mr. Bro. Ah, uh, Matt Bish. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Manager extraordinaire, Matt Bish. Who gave him permission to call in anyways? I, I don't know, but I know Matt Bish, uh, he got something major got coming up. Yeah, I hear you got something major coming up this weekend, Matt, this Friday hmm. night. Is that true? Oh, this Friday night. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it or not, but the, the pilot at United Television is now on YouTube, where Al Roberts and myself run down the tag title tournament. Uh, yes, sir. I've seen some, it before. Did you okay. with some very, with some very, very good comments from Shane Malice and myself? I hope Pat Anthony didn't see that, but still, Shane Malice, Shane yeah. Malice. 
Hey, man. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, we want to know. Explain to the wrestling fans who Shane Malice is, please. Shane Malice is wrestling's last hope around here for true talent in this ring. He is probably... He, I don't know why he is not in WWE right now. Maybe because I just haven't gone through my connections yet. But pretty soon, we're going to control wrestling. We ran that area before. Remember when I was in charge of UCW? It was great. Yeah, but they also... Yeah, but when you were in charge of uh, UCW at the time, um, if I remember correctly, that was probably the worst drawing period in UCW history. Uh, I'm just yeah, saying, well, that's you what can I heard. Blow me. I'm just saying, that's what I heard. It's nothing personal. Hey, yeah. keep it well, PG-13. I'll tell you what. Oh, okay. Well, you can stick it. How about that? There you go. That works better. Now, now Devro, just want you to know, yeah. I got a brand new cane fabricated, and I was going to use it on either Justin Sane or Lord Zoltan, but if you come close to me, I'll just use it on you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Now, see... If you use it on me, don't you understand? I'm Stefan Devereaux. I now control all of the media here in Pittsburgh Wrestling. That's me now, buddy. Yeah. That's me. That's me. Not you. That's me. Oh, you, you think you can shut me out of the media? Yeah. And from, and from what I understand, yeah, from what I understand, um, my people are looking at your show right now, and the one question they want to know is, where the hell is the star of UWF, Stefan Devereaux? Well, nope. Yeah, uh, I'm the star. It's not, it's not needed. I'm the star. No, no, I'm the star. Professional wrestling's biggest star ever. No, who? No, who? Okay, Stephon well, how Deborah. come? How Who's come? That? Me. How come the oh. biggest star in UWF right now is not over in your studio? Me. I'm actually here right now. You, see, you hear it? The name of the show was called the Devereaux Committee mm-hmm. of Pro Wrestling. Okay. Maybe, no. if you send, maybe if you send the limo over, I would actually be there. Uh, nah. Sorry, bro. I'm not going to waste my own gas. The, the limo the limo is reserved for myself and my female. You know, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm. Mm-hmm. We, we don't share, man. We don't share. You know, I, I think you guys should listen up right now because if you think I'm just satisfied with having Shane Malice and Pat Anthony in my group, you're sorely mistaken. And I've been in negotiations with some top guys in UWF. And we pretty much come to terms on contracts. Hey, man, who the hell is I'm not going to let them know who they are yet. Devereaux, there might be people that are very close to you who hey, are in whoa. contact with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up here. Back up, back up, back up. I thought you'd like to know that. No, 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 no. Back up. Oh, yeah. Who oh, yeah. are you talking to? Nobody. No, we need to know this. See, this is what I mean about you, Matt. See, you're a good guy, Matt. I like you. You're a really good guy. So, I mean, we're friends. Why not tell a friend like me? I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody. Well, this is why I at least told you some of your boys have been talking to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What boys? I know it wasn't Jesse. I know it wasn't Jesse. I know it wasn't Justin either. Oh, he kind of got quiet on that one. So... <laughs> hey, man, it better not be Justin. Hey, Justin, if you're out there, you better give us a call real quick. 412-407-7469. 412-407-SHOW. And please tell us, Justin, and put it on record right now, here on the Devereaux Committee, that Matt Bish is not talking to you and you're not contacting him because I need these rumors squashed right now, brother. And please, hey, I, he's just a friend. That's all. What do you mean he's just he's a friend? friend. See, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we got to get in touch with Justin. Okay, Matt, you know what? We got to go here. You're trying to break news on me. 
and uh, you should have called me or sent me an email or something. I don't answer my phone, but you can send me an email. You, you mean you didn't get the memo? No, I didn't get the memo. Uh, Wait, there was a memo? He was supposed to send you, you a memo. But I think we should look into this. Man, that's it. I'm done with him. You know what, now? Anyhow. I'm, I'm done with you. Anyhow, I'll see you gentlemen on Friday when Marvelous Enterprises beats Party Draw in the first round of the tag title tournament. And then and then make sure you keep watching Undisputed, oh, I'm sorry, United Television. And hopefully we get a banner for that show pretty quick. Now, gentlemen, have a nice day. I'll see you on Friday. Deborah, watch your head. Hey! You know, I'm tired of these dudes trying to come at the king. See, when you throw rocks at the throne, watch people, because that throne will fall on you. Love my man, Jay-Z. Anyway, man, I mean, you know what? I'm not even going to sit here and give this guy any more press because I'll give. So I'll tell you somebody who I think deserves press in the UWF right now, and you may not agree, but that's too damn bad. The guy who has stealing, the, he has stole the spotlight. He is stealing the spotlight from you guys in uh, this tag team tournament. Oh, hey, bud, I'm being serious. Go ahead. Trevor Gage. No, you know, I, I like Trevor. Um, you know, he, he's, he's one of them guys that are, like, really fast uppercomers. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing a lot of uh, wrestling shows uh, for the last, you know, couple months. So, Well, Trevor Gage and Scott Saren, you know, his tag team partner. <laughs> his tag team partner, Scott Saren. <laughs> They're taking on Black Lightning and Mr. 100 in this tag team tournament. And, and I'll tell you this. Anything that Trevor Gage is a part of, I'm interested in checking out. Because before, I mean, I, I'm not watching this match to look at Scott Saren. I'm not, but Scott, Scott Saren has been a part of UCW, has been a part of Undisputed Promotions for years, okay? And now, whatever, with the name change and everything, and he, from what I understand, he says, I'm coming in a lot different now. I mean, bruh, come on, man. No. What you need to do is sit down with Trevor Gage, you know, the rookie, Sit down with the rookie and learn a few things because, Scott, one of the things you didn't learn was how to answer your phone when opportunity was calling, brother. Remember? Yeah. But, Trevor, that's why I like you because you always answer your phone when opportunity is calling. <laughs> that's why I love this kid. I mean, seriously. You never answer the phone whenever I call you. But you're not opportunity. I, call, I answer the phone for one thing only, and that's opportunity. Oh, well, I'm going to have an opportunity to punch your best friend in his face this this coming Friday, so... Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to bother Justin. You're not going to bother Jesse. Oh, it doesn't matter whether it's Justin or Maniac Kill. <laughs> you're not going to somebody no, in your face. You're most definitely not bothering Maniac You want Maniac punch in the face? You're most definitely... Uh, okay, all right, bud. Okay. But I'm, uh, let me finish this off real fast about my man Trevor Gage because I think he's the greatest wrestler in UWF right now, and the kid's a rookie. I'm sorry, bro. I honestly think he could beat Jesse Skelton, and I manage Jesse Skelton right now. I mean, you know, like like I said, I mean, Trevor's is, is you know, he's he's a good kid. I mean, you know, he's he's got a lot of charisma. He's, yeah. um, you know, I, I honestly think that he could be one of the top guys in the new in the near future. I mean, why not? Well, if the rumors are true about you know some of the females he'd be hanging with, I mean, let's. I mean, I'm just saying, there's rumors. Okay, rumors, rumors and innuendo. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little dig at somebody but rumors are going around about you know what i'm saying he talking to some females in that uwf locker room i'm not naming the names 
just saying he's talking some, to some females. Trevor Gage could be on Jerry Springer or Maury Povich afterwards, you know, within the next two years with all the females I'm hearing that he's uh, messing with these days. You are the father. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, because, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. This is what I understand. So, Trevor, like I said to you in the um, private conversation, <laughs> once you get rid of the dead weight, you're going to be perfect, perfect for the biggest opportunity of your career. And anyway, wrestling fans, um, one more match that I want to talk about here is that ladder match because I'm still not uh, happy about my man Jesse Skelton being put in this ladder match against Sicken, uh, a very dangerous wrestler, I might add. Sicken is very, he's very dangerous. Like, guys get in a ring with him and they don't want to wrestle him no more from what I understand. And it's not because, you know, he hurts them no, it's because he beats them. I don't like that. I don't like when Jesse Skelton fears anyone. In front, you know, talking to some people behind the scenes, and uh, Jesse Skelton, um, he's actually fearing sicken. Now, I don't know how true this is. It must be because he taught me. But I don't. I, come on, Jesse. I mean, come on, Jason. You got to get this. You got to stop this match. I mean, I know you're listening right now. You got to pull this match. Jesse Skelton is a star. He's a superstar. I mean, look at him carrying the banner of the UWF down to the AWA in West Virginia a couple weeks ago, and he beat up on Christopher Adonis, and he walked out of there. As but a, he lost. No, no, he beat him up, though. He beat him up. See, sometimes it's not about wins and losses, bro. Sometimes it's about winning the full-on war. And that's what he – he won a battle because – Christopher Adonis was limping after that match. Now, I don't know if you know about that, but he's limping after that match. Now, from what I was told, you know, through one of my people down there, um, it was because he slipped and fell in a locker room. But no, that's not true. It's because Jesse Skelton was whooping on him in that match. I faced Jesse Skelton. I'm fine. Um, well, no, Jesse took it easy on you, I heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he took it easy on you. It's not my fault. Eh, you know, I'm just saying. But, um... I just think Jason should take those guys out of this match or take Jesse out of that match because he doesn't need to do it. Uh, yeah, he really doesn't need to. But that's September 8th. That's this Friday. All or nothing at the Morrell Volunteer Fire Department in Dunbar, PA. I mean, it's the biggest show in UWF history because it's his first show. Yeah, it's the first show. <laughs> yep, but it's the biggest show, show in, its, in its history, but it's not the first show in Fayette County. Um, but also this weekend, we, I mean, this is a huge wrestling weekend. I don't know if you know that or not, but um, the day after, on September 9th, we got the Sean Evans Memorial uh, event coming up at PWX, the WrestlePlex. Now, I haven't been at the WrestlePlex in years. I don't know when the last time you were there, but. It's been about a year. Been about a year. Wow. Yeah, that's been years for me. Actually, I don't think I've been to the, ne- the new WrestlePlex, but that's on 2125 Beacon Street in McKeesport, PA. Uh, Sean Evans, a good dude. You know, main reason why I'm promoting this thing because I actually like Sean Evans. He came and did an episode of the Devereux Committee um, uh, when we were on television about 19 years ago. You know, it's been that long. But um, lost the man, you know, to that evil, wicked, you know, disease called cancer. Uh, but he fought. He fought hard. And um, I remember being at the very first uh, Shocker Sean Evans Memorial Tournament um, I remember being at the very first one, and um, it was special to me because I got goosebumps as I watched all the guys come out there and put on a hell of a show. 
Uh, but that's this Saturday night, 7 o'clock bell time uh, in McKeesport at the WrestlePlex. And also, Saturday night, it's a big night. Uh, KSWA, they're going to be uh, putting on a show, 7.30, uh, bell time at the Spirit in Lawrenceville. Uh, that's 242 51st Street in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, and, you know, I love Lawrenceville. You know, I love Lawrenceville. I go through Lawrenceville every day. Uh, it's a great town, you know. But uh, if you want tickets for that, 412-726-1762. I hear Tarantula's going to be there. Like, are you serious? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the Shocker Sean tournament, but I might go to the KSWA after that. But um, we're going to go to a break. Give us a call, 412-407-SHOW. Seven four six nine, and uh, next segment we're going to talk about that big promo this past week. John Cena, Roman Reigns. Next here on the Devereux ah, Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. We'll be right back. Saturday, September thirtieth, at the Brookline Park, seven thirty-four Brookline Boulevard. Radio presents Wolfie Comes Home Stand-Up Comedy Show, featuring Brookline Zone and the headliner of the evening, Matt Wolfhard. Scheduled to appear, Michael Cohen, Jordan Moore, Tyler Ray Kendrick. Also, some of Matt's friends will be stopping by throughout the night. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are just $10. $5 from every ticket we donate to the Bookline Team Outreach. Purchase tickets online today at idiotradio.net. Energy Angel Solution, alternative healing services. Do you need some relaxation in your life? Is your mind feeling sluggish? Does your body hurt? Have you been feeling off balanced and just not centered lately? Energy Angel Solutions LLC offers healing that considers the energy of the whole person, body, mind, and energy for optimal health and wellness. For more information, visit our website at energyangelsolutions.com. Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention and pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats. Featuring full-service dog and cat grooming, bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear-end cleanup. All done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8250. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning. 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? Man, these beats be so hard. Anyway, wrestling fans, we are back. Uh, Cassidy, Stefan Devereaux, the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling. That's what some lady said the other day. Wrestling. Uh, yeah, this Wall Street journalist. Uh, you want to wrestle? Wall Street Journal writer <laughs> uh, that I was talking to the other day. Yeah, I won't talk about that right now. It's another thing. You see. Yeah, I'm very versatile. Anyway. <laughs> We don't want you to forget September 30th, Saturday, September 30th at 8 o'clock here at the Brookline Pub, 734 Brookline Boulevard. Wolfie comes home, the stand-up comedy show. Now, look, man, I just found out this dude's done work with uh, Letterman, Leno. I mean, are you serious? Now, that's worth it right there when you've done uh, work with the comedy greats and late-night television. But uh, he's bringing his friends with him, uh, Michael Cohen, Tyler Ray Kendrick. I mean, 
from what I understand, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty dope show, and I'm going to be there. I can't wait. You know, if I see some. I'll of you be out there, there too. Will you? Yep. Were I'll you going to sign autographs? Yep. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I don't do auto- I don't do autographs and, and pictures with fans. Well, that's because nobody wants your autograph. But hey, man, whoa, whoa, see, 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 see. Now, look, I, I was actually see. The, anyway, benefits of yeah, he, he just pissed me off. Anyway, portions of the proceeds well, go to the Brookline. Be pissed off and pissed on, but that's just my opinion. You're so mean. Portions of the proceeds go to the Brookline Teen Outreach. Tickets are only ten dollars, and half of that is going to the Brooklyn Brookline Teen Outreach. You can purchase tickets at the idiotradio.net. Idiotradio.net for those tickets. Again, that's Wolfie Comes Home, the stand-up comedy show with Brookline's own Matt Wolfarth and his friends Michael Cohen. Tyler Ray Kendrick, and uh, you don't never you never know who's going to be here, but um, it's going to be fun. September thirtieth, Saturday, September thirtieth at eight p.m. Now, something big happened. Something big happened. We, we, we got a phone call. Oh, we can't get it to what happened. All right, we'll just take this phone call real quick. That is Chugger. You're at the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. What's up? Hello? Yeah, it's the future of Russell Trump and Trevor Gage right here. It's Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. See, bud, now talk all the stuff you were talking on Trevor a second ago. Talk, yeah, you know what he said? Oh, yeah, you, you gave him all that promotion on your show. And look at this. He, he, the guy, he's just a rookie. He's trash. He's okay. He's tra-. That's what he was saying when we was, you know, on break. Trevor funny Gage. Part, huh? The funny part about it is you thought that up all by yourself. No, I didn't. Trevor Gage, I want to say thank you for entertaining us with those brilliant promos you have done on the Undisputed Promotions slash United Wrestling Federation uh, fan page. Now, I want to get I want to let people know real quick who Trevor Gage is. Trevor Gage is a rookie in this business who has electrified the UCW audience, the Fayette County audiences, and he's been carrying Scott Sarin. You know, a so-called UCW vet. He's, he's supposedly a vet, but Trevor Gage has been carrying him. Carrying her. Did you get Scott to carry your bags just yet, buddy? You there, Trevor? Oh, yeah. So Scott's carrying your bags? Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's carrying my bag. Well, he, he needs to be. No. No. Well, he needs to be. That's my family, though. You know, I, I wouldn't say he's, he's so much carrying my back. He, he's helped me out, you know, tremendously in my career thus far. Uh, he helped thus far train me when I was getting into professional wrestling. So I can't say that he's carrying me or I'm carrying him. It's more of a team thing. Uh, to be honest with you, Trevor Gage, I don't believe you. I think you're just being nice right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Trevor Gage that I know. I think he's being sincere. No, he's not. He's being nice. See, the kid understands business right now. He knows he has a big match coming up this week for a chance to be in or to be a champion, the UWF right. Tag Team Champion, and he's just being nice to Scott. Great psychology, brother. I really appreciate it. See, the kid, I, learn, he's learning. He's learning. You're, you're, you're right. We got, a, we got a big match. We got a huge match. But, you know, I can't, I can't do that by myself. But, like I said, and – the one friend I was talking about, you know, uh, 5100 wanted to try and make things personal. So, I mean, 
am I focusing more on him than I am with Black Lightning? Yes, but I'm not underestimating Black Lightning because I know what he can do. I've seen what he can do. So I am keeping him in mind, too. So if he's going to think that I'm just having my attention towards uh, Ricky 100, he's got another thing coming because I do got my eyes on him as well. Hmm. Ricky 100, on the other hand, they're not on the same page. Him and his partner I've not even met before, and they're already arguing and fighting, and they're not getting along. They're not on the same page. So that has a call for disaster. Well, on a but do you think that it that it could possibly be? You know, this is a mind game for you and you and uh, Scott. I mean, that, see, that's the thing is is is, uh, is a lot of guys don't realize is a lot of these guys they will play mind games with you. They'll make you think that they're you know they're they're way off in left field, but in all actuality they're they're boom right in center field. If you if you understand what I'm saying. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm seeing that right now in the White House. I'm just saying, I'm not saying anything, but yeah. And hold on one I second. Like and hold on one second. Hold on one second. I didn't say nothing bad. See, I, did you, I didn't say nothing bad about him. Yeah, you Stop did. starting trouble. You was trying but, to. Anyway, no, I wasn't. I swear I wasn't. But anyway, <laughs> Trevor. Now we know deep down inside that Bud Cassidy doesn't. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's be real. You are. I know more than you. Okay, well you might, but still. But you know deep down inside, deep down inside. That no matter what happens, you're still going to walk out of this daggone match with your hands raised up and you're moving on to the next round on your quest to become the tag team champions of the UWF. Am I correct? You're, you're correct. You're right. That's all I need to hear. Trevor, we got to let you go because we got some big stuff coming up. But, man, I want you to give us a call next week. After, after this, on next Sunday, after this big show, that's, you know, this Friday, after, so we can celebrate together your victory. And Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll we'll let Scott call too. I mean, he's not he's not you. Let's just say that, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Now I see that's a good dude right there. That's a good dude. You need to start respecting. That is not more. what you said about five minutes ago. Right as right as we went into break. Whoa, 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 whoa. Trevor Gage is a nice guy. I like him. I respect him a lot. He's probably one of the best wrestlers ever. I'm serious. Now anyway. Wrestling fans, this past week, this past Monday Night Raw, we had an epic confrontation. Yes, I like saying that. I just felt good <laughs> when I said it. Epic confrontation between two of the biggest baby faces of their time, um, even though they are halfway booed out the building, but <laughs> of their time. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Um, but instead of me sitting here and telling you about it, what I want to do is I want to play a little bit of the clips and I want to react to it. But uh, let's go to this first clip. Roman Reigns and John Cena telling it like it is. You may not understand this because probably no one's ever told you this before, John. But you're not as big of a deal as you think you are. I don't care what you've done or what you plan to do. I've done something you'll never do. I retired The Undertaker at WrestleMania. So maybe it's not that I don't want to fight you. Maybe I just don't need to. You, you, you don't need to fight me. You are the high exalted Roman Reigns. You are the big dog. Everybody back there knows it. Everybody out here still kind of trying to figure it out. They go back and forth with you because when they look at you, they see what I see. A cheap ass, corporately created John Cena bootleg. 
He ain't the guy. Dude, you're just a guy. A guy trying so desperately to fill shoes that you never will. And the reason you won't sign that is because you know if you do, your Roman Empire. Man. Man. Shots fired. That's what I'm talking about. See, that is what I'm talking That was on the Drake Meek Mill level of battles. I'm dead serious. Because I'm, look, now my, now the reason why we're doing this is because I want to figure out who Drake, who, who's the Drake of this, of this uh, confrontation because uh, they both hit some pieces here. But here's a few things that I wrote down here. Um, first and foremost, is John Cena a big deal? Do you believe he's a big deal? Oh, yeah, he's a big deal. I mean, come on. Look look what he does for, you know, all the uh, charity work for WWE. I mean, we're, we're talking, you know, he goes out of his way. And, and you know, he, I mean, honestly, he, he doesn't get, I mean, he, he just like he says, he doesn't give up. Like, whether you cheer him or you boo him, he still shows up. He still does what he loves to do. He, he still, you know, shows that he that he cares about the fans. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, do I think he's a big deal as far as the um, the wrestling business? Yes, but if I'm thinking of you know uh, crossover stars because that's that's who the the the, uh, the the guy who leads your company that's what he is. He's a crossover star. I'm thinking of The Rock. I'm thinking of Steve Austin. I'm thinking of Hulk Hogan. These are crossover superstars. Triple H was not a crossover superstar. John Cena is he, he was getting there, but then those bad movies, those B movies they put out with him. That kind of took a little bit off of him, uh, in my opinion. And number two, the guy, uh, he's really he's stale. Be- Hogan became stale, but it took Hogan years <laughs> to become stale. Uh, the Rock became stale, but it took him a long time to become stale. Steve Austin, same thing. John Cena was stale two years into his run, and they have not changed it up since. That's my, I mean, so if he, is he a big deal? In wrestling business, yes, but outside of the wrestling business, no, and he will never be because they need they have not changed it. I mean, they haven't changed who he is. Hustle Lords here, hustle, loyalty, respect, blah, blah, blah. It's been gone for years. Change it. Okay. Even Hulkamania stopped for a while. You know, anyway. Now, another thing I want to bring up. Roman Reigns did retire the Undertaker. Yes, he did. Yeah. That makes him the big deal. He's a bigger deal than John Cena. He retired the Undertaker. And you know he did. Okay? I wouldn't say he's a big deal, but... Okay, well, here's another one. Do you think he needs John Cena? In a sense, yes. And in another sense, no. Um, I, I I believe, you know, Roman Reigns is, is you know, okay. Um, he's not great. But... At the same time, though, you know, neither is John Cena. I mean, John Cena, yeah, he does a lot of charity work and everything else, but at the same time, he's, he's, not, he's not great, great. Well, I will say this. Before we go to this next clip, I will say this. Roman Reigns, to me, is the big dog, but I don't think he's a Cena ripoff because it, the problem is he's just in that mold. People will think of that because... He gets booed like Cena, and he's supposedly the top babyface, but it's not his fault. Okay, we're going to go to this next clip because it gets better. Oh, God. Can't wait. They boo you because, first of all, you suck. 
And second of all, it's because they see right through you. You're a phony. You're a yes man who can learn how to do anything or be anything. So if you wrap all that up, you're just a fake Not only that, he's a part-timing fake And I'll be damned if I'm gonna bust my ass Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, every single week so you can hang out on the Today Show. Then jump on his big old bus, and hell, maybe I'll come to a WWE show if they pay me enough. But what are you really gonna do, John? What are you gonna do, huh? You're gonna jump off that bus with that big shovel. That's what you're gonna do, and you're gonna bury as much young talent as you can. But the thing is, the reason why you don't like me, what irritates you about me, you can't bury me, John. So now tell me this, why would I want to lessen myself, my legacy, my bloodline to be the next John Cena when I can be the one and only Roman Reigns? Yeah. See what I mean? That's fire. That's fire. See, he's Drake. He's Drake right there. That dude's Drake now. He's Drake. I don't know if you know anything about the Meek Mills and Drake thing, but he's Drake. But I want to get some opinions on this one. I, I need, you know, another opinion here. Because this one, these next questions are huge. And I'm going to get the super producer in on this one because uh, I like John Cena, but he said he sucks. Do you guys think John Cena suck? Nah, he's... Oh, I'm, I'm just coming in to... Uh, I had to chime in. I'm getting ready for the Double D show after you guys. And uh, welcome to the network, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we love you. Good. <laughs> well, how are you stuck with this guy, bud? I, um, <laughs> trust me, I've been wanting to punch him in his face <laughs> since hey, I got here. Hey, what a nice guy. I, I have a few opinions on it if you want to hear. Yes, uh, yes. Um, first of all, this feels like deja vu. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to explain why. It feels like Cena Rock, the build-up to WrestleMania for a whole, a whole year, it seems like they're recycling it and they're putting Roman – in the, yeah. And I think what they're doing is they're banking on using Cena as the platform to boost Roman to where they want him to be. Do you think Cena could do that? Uh, see, he was the big guy of his time. Yeah. But he wasn't as the big as big as the big guys of our time yeah. growing up. You know what I mean? So he carried the company for a while. Yeah. Yes, he did. I give him credit for that. But a lot of credit. He's not as epic as, say, Hulk Hogan, yes. Ric Flair, Sting. Yes. Yes. You know, he, yes. He, yes. He caters to the kids. Do I think he'll catapult him into that next level? If they don't, they might as well shut the Roman Reigns project down and go go a completely different direction. No, I agree with that. I I, I think that uh, if Cena can't do it. <laughs> There's just no point of e even trying. I mean, if, I mean, if Cena in, can't get him over, forget it. It's, it's like a fish out done. of water. You might as well. I mean, they <laughs> failed with The Rock in the beginning, mm -hmm. and I, I, in that promo, they're talking about oh how he's the next John Cena. Yeah. They never wanted him to be the next John Cena. They wanted him to be the next Rock. Yeah, yeah. They, it, well, and, and here's the: in order for him to be the next Rock, they need to have him go down that path of a hill. I think if it, it sucks that. Dwayne's busy with the movies. Yeah. Because 
Dwayne Roman would be that would well, catapult Roman yes, into yes. that next level. Because and versus I don't think John Cena and we'll we'll touch on this in the next uh, segment because I'm going to give John Cena's comeback and it was brutal. But and I really don't think that Cena has the credibility with the fans anymore. For okay, if he if Roman Reigns beat Cena, then it's going to get him over. Now, if that was the case, it would have been uh, the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. They should have found out. They should have known right then and there that him beating the Undertaker the way he did. They should have known it's not going to. He's not going to get over. And I think what also hurt Roman Reigns is that the other two members of the Shield when they first came out, they changed their gimmick. They changed their look. Roman Reigns is still looking like Roman Reigns, you right. know, from the Shield. They evolved. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, it's so. Uh, even The Rock, The Rock evolved into who he is now. You yeah. know, I'm mean, even let's think Rocky Maivia, which was horrible. Then he went to the became The Rock, and then I'll say back then when he went to the Nation of Domination, he was more of the bully, badass type guy. But then he went to the high school uh, bully, badass. But he was the the guy who dressed fly in school. Everybody right. knows that guy. You know, yeah. he evolved. Roman Reigns. Same guy. He's just a badass who wants to punch somebody in the face with his, you know, Superman punch. I say, I say over and over again, they turned the wrong guy. I think Roman should have went heel and yes. Seth should have stayed baby. Yes. I think Seth is a better yes. baby. Yes. And it would have fit because what's the image that the WWE, especially Vince McMahon, they always want those big, muscular guys. He needed someone to talk for him, and that guy was Triple H when he was talking for Seth Rollins for a while. But if they would have had him come under and be that corporate champion that they had with Seth Rollins, I honestly think that Roman Reigns. I think it would have went over bigger. Yes. And he'd be the biggest. Seth didn't need it. No. No. Exactly. Exactly. See what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Somebody agrees with me. That's what I, Yes. <laughs> finally. Yeah, it took weeks. But anyway, we got there. So what's, like the, what's the – um, so when will they face each other? Uh, no mercy. No mercy. Their big – their next big – and then that's, the, that's what's crazy about this. Do you think they're going to run a like a, a book? They're going to go like two or three different pay per view events, and climax it maybe at the Rumble. If I was them, I think that might be the case. But I think they would. It would make sense, but yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah, because you know how they are. They start and they stop. It's, they if it, as soon as it stops working, they kill it. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, if it didn't draw ratings, and I didn't even get a chance to check that, but if it didn't draw ratings, it's, uh, it was like. It was. It seemed so forced, forced and unnatural. Yes. Like uh, John Cena's here. Oh, Roman Reigns comes out. What? Yes. There was no point to it. Yes. There was no build up or no point to it. And the biggest thing I, I will say out of that was I, I was disappointed in that. Who, who looked good out of it? Like who really? I mean, when, I didn't play the last the last scene of clip yet, but from what we've heard so far, who do you think you know got the better of the two? Because I mean, I'll give you my opinion, but then I also heard some rumors about why it happened that way. Um, but I think Roman Reigns got the better, but I also heard that his was scripted. So, you know, I mean, I mean, you can almost you can almost tell it was it was almost scripted. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure that I, well, hopefully you put it in there. I don't know if you actually did or not, but he did mess up on his promo, and John Cena called him did, out, called yeah. him out on it. So, yeah, yeah, and it's, and well, Cena's his wasn't scripted. He was able to come off the daggone cuff. Yeah, but these young guys out here, they're all scripted. Yeah, They only let the veterans go. And that's and the shame. That's the shame of the business. That right. is the biggest shame because 
This guy right here could have probably broken out and to being the guy that they wanted him to be. I see. I don't. Th- I do think it. he needs a mouthpiece. I, I think he's. That's what I was going to say. He's a big too, dummy like Brock, and he just he can't talk for himself. And I think he needs. Hey, um, I mean, I'm he available. He needs a mouthpiece. <laughs> I mean, WWE. I am available. I mean, well, I, they need that's why. Better. That's why he'll never be that next level guy, because he he talks. But it's like I always say: when it rains, it bores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he does a when he cuts a promo, it's it's horrible. And he, he has the look, you know. The only the way that they're going to put a mouthpiece with him is if they turn him. They can't. He can't have a mouthpiece as as the top guy. Yeah. Right. I don't think. I'm trying to think of who would they put with him. It can't. I I don't want to see him with the female. Um. The only person that in the, in the business. What about right Titus? Now, you know who I would love to see with him. Cornette. An old school guy. Cornette. I think Cornette will get him over because Cornette knows how. You know, like Heyman, you know, just like Heyman. They know how to get these guys over because they were taught how to get these right. guys over. Um, but I really think Cornette will probably be the best guy to get this man over right now. How would you oh, like to God, see this uh, this uh, storyline climax? I would like to see Cena win, but it, okay. Remember how uh, was it Bret Hart and Kevin Nash years ago when Bret Hart beat Kevin Nash for the championship, and Bret just—I mean, it, it like snapped Kevin Nash. You know, Kevin Nash snapped, and then he went on to right. start turning heel and so forth. That's what I would like to see come out of this, to where he he got so close to beating the guy, he said he didn't have to fight, and he loses, and he snaps. Because you can't, he just can't. What is he going to do? You know, he's going to team up with somebody, pick up a chair, and hit him in the back. I mean, it's all, it's been done so many times. He what? has to do something original. Again. What if they did? This is what I would like to see from a fan's perspective. I'm not in the wrestling business. This is I'm just a fan from talking from my, you know from my point of view. I'd love to see happen. Maybe have them go one time. Have Cena go over same situation you're talking about where yeah. he something snaps in him. He snaps loose, and have um, in the next, the second, the the rematch, have the Shield come reunite. They they turn heel, beat the shit out of Cena. That puts them. It puts Roman over as a yep. heel, and then it puts. It, it'll boost. It'll even give Cena will come out of that. And he'll give. He'll give him mouthpieces, you know, because that's what he honestly needs. Because he was just a. He he almost never talked. Yeah. When the Shield was together. And that's what got him over because he was the, the, the quiet dude who just, you know, silent but deadly. But he, he definitely does need a mouthpiece. Yeah. I'm going back to Cornette. I think Cornette, unless they're going to sign me. I think Cornette. No, I, here's another guy who I wouldn't be shocked at. And this is because he they got him managing. And, I'm, and I know he's my buddy, but I'm, I got to say it. But I can see James Ellsworth doing it. Short guy, number one. And he's another mouthpiece for them because I see them using him as a manager more anyway. I mean, it's it's weird, but... I'm just going to say this because I'll mark out for all the local guys. Corey Graves. That'll be... Br- oh, actually, you... Who? Yeah. He's doing such a good job with in the, the booth. Com- yeah. Do you really think they're going to take a pull? Well, no, out? I'm just saying, dude. It'd be, yeah, it'd, be, I, I see Corey coming out of the booth if they bring his brother in. Well, yeah, that too. That'll be huge, too. See... Uh, there's not so many good, you know, wrestlers unless they bring. I mean, managers unless they bring somebody up uh, from an, uh, an indie promotion like Ring of Honor or something. Um, 
because he's really there's really nobody left. Right. Paul Heyman can't manage everybody, which you know because he's Brock Lesnar's guy. I mean, he he's known for being with Brock. Now, if Brock goes away for a while, then he goes and gets someone else. But he's perfect. I mean, I think Paul Heyman will be perfect. But just keep, Jim Cornette, if, keep Brock with with uh, with Paul and bring Jim Cornette in and let Jim Cornette manage Roman Reigns. I can see the shoots. I can see. Oh my goodness. And I just think that with the with today's wrestling fan though. Would they actually care about Jim Cornette? No, they yeah. won't. The young fans would know have no idea who yeah. he was, and would he bring the tennis racket out? <laughs> That's, yeah. What about Bruce? I want my Cornette. Well, Bruce, right now he does a podcast no, himself. I don't think. I don't think it would. I don't think it would work. It's got to be somebody that that um, you know who would have been amazing. Who? Um, maybe in the in the heaven promotion that he could, if he ever died. Rick Rude. Yeah. Rick Rude would be perfect. Yeah, you know what? I was actually listening to our, um, some stuff on Rick Rude the other day, and he played he played that that role perfectly. If he did the same role that he had with DX, yeah, that would be perfect. Right, that would be perfect. Yeah, you need somebody like that with Roman. Yeah, that's a shame. There's no there's not so many guys left in this business that can do this anymore. No, you know, um, it's sad. It is really sad because if I'm sitting here thinking. Uh, racking my brain on who can manage Roman Reigns besides myself, I mean, you know, naturally. Uh, but I'm I'm crushed here. I really I can't. hate to say this, but what about Enzo? That's a good guy too, but I think he would take too much of the spotlight. They have to change him. Yeah, his, he got for to, him to go with Rome. Yeah, I I don't know. I think they're so lost at what to do with him. The, well, uh, they screwed up. First and foremost, they, but, I I didn't want to see them break up break yeah. them up until they gave him at least one title run. Yeah. And it was weird how when they when they moved from NXT to the big to the big show that they um, their gimmick just went stale quick. It was so over in NXT, and then they switched, and it was like, what just happened? Yeah. See, NXT it seems like that that audience, you know, um, obviously it's a different audience compared to um, the WWE audience. Even though they want us to believe that it's the same audience, but we know it's not. Uh, a lot of guys down there don't get over up here when they come up. Yeah. And, I, I mean, Enzo, I think the only thing that's going to save Enzo. Uh, I am doing 205 Live now. Yeah, I think that's a demotion. I really do. I really think that's a demotion because he does have some heat backstage from what I understand. And if he does have heat backstage, what does that do for his long-term career in the WWE? Because you know how they get sour on you for one little thing, Dolph Ziggler. You know, they find a way to kick you to the back. I mean. Hey, I'm going to punch out. I got to get ready for my show. I just wanted to welcome you guys and uh, give an official hello from everybody at the Double D show. That's what I'm talking about. I know a guy that's uh, chomping at the bit to get here. And uh, he goes by the name of Brett Paradise. So he's uh, now, a back he's story. looking forward to come well, see you. Brett Paradise, a little backstory. Now, I've known Brett Paradise for years. And you know he's a professional wrestler. And I just don't understand why hasn't he returned my phone calls. I've been trying to get this guy on the show for the past two weeks now. And he doesn't, doesn't return one you, phone You want call. me to get him? Yeah. <laughs> well, right now he's probably. He said he was going to come in. He's he, probably trying to run for president again. I mean, God dang. He's uh he's uh he'll be debuting next month. Next month. Uh, Paradise City is the show's called and uh, starring Brett Paradise. So well, uh, I put it like this. He he does want to do crossovers and all that. So 
Uh, He's very welcome to the family, and uh, we'll we'll get a chance to hang out and have some uh, beers and everything on the 30th at the comedy show. So uh, it was nice meeting you, bud, and uh, I'm going to check out and get ready for my show. You guys can wrap this uh, Reigns and Cena thing up. Yeah, Uh, because we got one more clip with Cena, uh, his comeback, and then, uh, yeah, it's going to be big. I actually like him. I don't like you. Get the hey. Wish you'd get the hell out of here. Hey, hey, dude. I was negotiating with you about you joining. You. Well, anyway, we won't talk about that. But um, <laughs> it's all about the do, money. Do you want to play? Do you want to do yeah, the Cena yeah. break? You want to do the Cena clip now, or do you want to go to a break? We going. You want to go to a break, or do you want to do the Cena clip now? You want to go to what? a break? Let's go. I, I say we do the Cena clip. Yeah, do I'm the Cena clip. Okay, let's go to the Cena clip right now. John Cena's comeback. Against Roman Reigns this Ooh, past Monday yeah. night. Yeah, I can't wait. It gets good. You waltz down here and use the same pathetic excuse that every other single person before you has done. You, with all your gifts and all your opportunities, you have the gall to blame me. You gotta blame me. Fine, I've been hearing that racket for 10 years and I ain't tired yet. I'm strong enough. I've been called a lot worse by a lot tougher. I was honored and privileged to earn the United States title at this stage in my career and use it as a beacon of opportunity to introduce new superstars to the WWE like Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, just to name a few. You took the U.S. title as a demotion. And you stand there and blame me. Fine, I blame you. I'm still here because you can't do your job. When it comes to this yard, you probably haven't learned it yet. There's only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up but nobody to ever keep up. And then I finally hear about this one guy, the guy, the Roman Reigns, the one that can keep up. And now I look at you and I listen to you. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. That's it. I'm going off. Dude, flat out. I'm, let me start here real quick. Okay, so Roman Reigns is just like CM Punk. Okay, because CM Punk said the same thing that Roman Reigns pretty much came on a set. He says that John Cena buries the top talent, the top young talent coming up under him. He says he finds a way to bury him. John Cena. You're a goddamn liar, bro, because others have said this about you. I'm not trying to hear that about you. I'm not. Dude, I'm sorry. Because that, that pissed me off so much when he sat there and said that. Dude, I'm done. I'm done. John Cena, you know what he looks like to me? He looks like a white gorilla. I'm dead serious. Dude could be in that daggone Planet of the Apes movie, and I guarantee you he fit right in. I, I, he fit right in. He would fit right in. Oh, my God. I'm not. Oh, I'm not done. Did John Cena elevate wrestlers when he was the U.S. champion? Did he elevate Kevin Owens? Did he elevate AJ Styles? No. Nope. AJ Styles was already elevated. AJ Styles didn't need John Cena. John Cena needed AJ Styles. Why? Because John Cena, just like Hulk Hogan did before him, 
would see, hey, there's something coming up. I need to jump on that because it's going to make me look good. No different than what he did with Kevin Owens. No different than what he did with Rusev. And that can go on. He did the same thing with Miz. The Miz did not need John Cena to get over. No. The Miz is still over to this day without John Cena. John Cena, come on, man. Let's be real. You know for damn sure that you're not the one getting these guys over. These guys are getting you over. You're a talented individual. Love you to death. You're the man. You are the face of the company. The face that runs the place. You are that. You are the franchise. But you're not Sting. Sting was the franchise. You're not even Shane Douglas. He was the franchise. Come on, bro. You don't get guys over. That's the problem. That's your problem. This, that's why the WWE is where it is today. Now, let me go to one more thing he said. I'm sorry, bud, and I, will prom- I promise I'll get you back. I promise. I love you, too. He's going to say, oh, guys, if you're not going to step up, then step aside. Okay. Punk had to step aside. No, he didn't step aside. He was pushed aside, and he still stayed. And he said, you know what? I'm going to still get over without John Cena. And I'm going to still get over without John Cena with him burying me, excuse me. And I'm going to become a huge star in this company in spite of the daggone guy, the face of running place, the franchise. Other guys have done this. Zack Ryder, what's happened to him? Dolph Ziggler, what's happened to him? Now, I'm sorry. Somebody is in this company and it's not Triple H because I'm, I'm going to guess Triple H is a smart businessman, okay? He understands what good wrestling is. He's a great wrestler. That's where it comes from. But I'm pretty sure he's not going to say, well, you know what? Hey, this Dolph Ziggler guy's getting over. No, no, no. We're not going to let him. No. You know who does that? The boys do that. You know, just like Shawn Michaels used to do back in the day when guys would get over, got back to Shane Douglas, when Shane Douglas first went to the WWF years ago and they all sat there and they crapped all over him. Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels, and Kevin Nash, they crapped all over him because they knew the guy had talent. They, Oh, he was just a big fish in a small pond. Shane Douglas, yeah, he might have been, but when he came to the WWE, he got over as Dean Douglas. It wasn't the best, it wasn't the best but if they would have sat there and did what they were supposed to do, it might have been better. Fast forward to John Cena. Same thing, bro. You do the same thing that Shawn Michaels did. You do the same thing that Hogan did. When these guys are getting over that are under you, you find a way to step in the ring with them or you hit them with that, nah, bro, that's not going to work for me. Meaning, you don't want that guy getting to your spot. Roman Reigns probably could have turned heel a long time ago. Are you the one who's keeping them? Because, I'm on it, let's be real. You should have turned heel a long time ago. Have you done that? You're supposedly so smart in this business. You listen to the fans. They boo me. They 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 cheer me. Blah blah blah. He's the most polarized. No, he's not. He's not the most polarizing. The most popular wrestler in the business. He is not that. He's not that. No one talks about John Cena no more. The only time John Cena gets talked about is when he when he's doing charity events. That's it. He doesn't get nobody over. The guy hasn't changed. He's been stale for 10 years now, man. You know who gets talked about more than John Cena? Brock Lesnar. Why? Because Brock Lesnar is the hottest wrestler in the game right now. Why? Because he crosses over. And it's going to be a big crossover when they bring John Jones in. Or, you know, I can't wait for that. I can't wait. I'm sorry, but I'm going to let you finish that, and I'm going to take a breather so we can wrap up soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's, here's the thing. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, John Cena, I think he buries guys all the time. But, I mean, you know, I, I don't think it, it's 
it, it's so much his fault as it is the WWE's for basically de- making him, you know, pretty much develop an ego, knowing that you know he's the top guy. Trash. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he's trash. Roman Reigns was right. He's not a big deal. Roman Reigns was right. He does not need John Cena. Roman Reigns needs a manager. That's true. He does not need John Cena. Well, no, he doesn't need John Cena. And Roman Reigns is right. He is the big dog in the WWE right now. You know why? Because the real big dog in the WWE put him over. And his name was The Undertaker. John Cena, did he put you over? Thank you. Wrestling fans, we got to go. It's the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. And I want you to go to idiotradio.net and find out about the show September 30th. You know, the big comedy show coming up here, $5 from the tickets, man. $5 off of the tickets are going directly to the Brookline Teen Outreach. And, uh, man, that's huge. And also, don't forget, Bud Cassidy, this weekend at the... Uh, This weekend at Morrell Fire Hall, September the 8th, 2017. Bell time at 7 o'clock. You can get your tickets online uh, through uh, Undisputed... Uh, promotion presents uh, United Wrestling Federation. Um, you can get your tickets there. Uh, we have kid prices and everything else there. Um, it's going to be a really good show, so hope to see everybody there. Well, wrestling fans, before we go, the guy who's going to get the last word this week is the greatest of all time next to Kurt Angle, and that is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And wrestling fans, I want to thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget, download the app if you haven't. And uh, pass it along. Tell your friends about us. The Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Coming up next, my man, the Double D Show. And uh, before that, let's go to Ric Flair. Goodbye, people. See you later, hey, guys. all my fans out there, let it be known worldwide that Nature Boy, woo, is back up and running. Look at it only I can look. I want to tell all my fans out there, thank you for all the love and support. And I will see you in the very, 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 very near future. Woo!